Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drembers. After subduing Rob Strong in his transformed werewolf state, the boys pay Judge Russell a visit at the court of Western Orgea, where they discover that most of the reclaimers are missing and deduce that they may have been killed in the attack on Smalton. In the chaos, Thomas takes the judge's bench and does some pro bono work where they invent patents solve disputes, and let a murderer get away, before supplying Judge Russell reclaimers in the form of the adventurers and Patrick West and the rest of his werewolf family. Maria and Billy decide to stay behind to see if she can help the werewolves, and with the problems of the court and Lycos mostly solved, the boys head back toward Opula. I do declare, your honor is back in session. You cross the bridge leading into Opula. The three trolls stop Monique saying, Hey! 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 Monique pulls over the caravan and she goes, How we doing, boys? And he goes, A lot better now that I get to see you, sweet cheeks. How you doing? And he kind of leans a big troll arm on the caravan, like up next to where she's sitting. Tyronicus, you feel Monique very subtly but quickly brushes your hand off her lap and turns to face the trolls. And she goes, oh, you know, just uh, just heading into town. Um, how, how much is it, boys? He goes, oh, well, you know, I'd let you in for free if, uh, if I get to see you later. She goes, oh, well, you know, I've got a real busy day. I actually got to head back up uh, to Brookhaven, but how about you uh, you let us squeeze on through and maybe we can arrange something another time. Oh, you're just playing hard to get, aren't you, Monique? No, no, no. Oh, Patrick. I'm Patrick. Oh, Patrick. Sorry. Just a little tongue-tied. No, I just... Uh, just want to take my friend Tyronicus here into town. Thought I was going to call his friend. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? And she turns to you and like widens her eyes a little bit. Sorry, there was something caught in my throat. Oh, I heard a, a hat trick. You're into halflings, aren't you? Yeah, you know, but he's, uh, he's not quite my type. 
Right. Anyways, boys, how much how much will it be? I'll, I'll just go ahead and pay you guys. Oh no, Monique. I'm sorry. We're just uh just busting your balls a little bit. Uh, and uh, he kind of does that thing where like he takes an index finger and he's a troll, so he has like big fat fingers, and he like touches your chin to Ronicus, like flicks it a little bit, like upwards, mm. and he goes, "You uh." You take care of Miss Valentine here, you hear? Make sure she doesn't get into too much trouble. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did I say something funny? I'm gonna, like, brush his hand off and then, like, right. All right, jeez, okay. This one's on us, Miss Valentine. Why don't you, uh, head on through? She goes, thank you, boys. And uh, whips the horses into motion. As we go by, and as soon as they can't see us, I'm going to snap my fingers and cast pants on him. <laughs> That's a strength saving throw, right? Yeah, it's got to beat 17. Oh, wait. He rolled a five for a total yeah. of nine. Pants. Yeah, so you see Patrick begins to walk away with a swagger in his step, and then he just trips and falls on his face. He's like, hey! Ah! And you ride on toward Thomas's a party. A party? <laughs> Thomas's a party? <laughs> a party. A party. You ride on toward Thomas's apartment. You enter the city and the caravan turns uptown. You ride through the busy snow-lined streets, taking in the beauty of the season. The city street lamps have been replaced with red and green glass as the city prepares for Giftmas. Eventually, you make your way onto 300 West Opal Way, Thomas's apartment. I'm home. And you see uh, Richard looks out the window and he goes, Nephew, you... You still live here. What? Yes, I do. I think I can maybe find a place to stay, a, a hotel perhaps. Okay. Uh, well, there's plenty in this city, so have at it. Very well. Um, <clears throat> can I roll an insight check? If you wish, you may. Who are you rolling the insight on? <laughs> I'm in this whole situation. Okay. Minus 21. Holy shit. Okay, Tyronicus, you're like getting out from the front. You help Monique down from the carriage. She goes, oh, thank you, sweetie. As you go, Monique goes to open the door for them, and you catch this conversation. And you see Richard's hands are, like, actually trembling right now. Mm. And that's it. That's, that's what you read. You, you get the sense that he's, uh, he's a little panicky right now. Yeah. And he goes, um, yes, uh, uh Apollo, any, uh, any recommendations in town? Ah, uh, take your pick. They're all expensive. Um, can I, um, how expensive, nephew? Pretty costly. I, I mean, I don't see why you shouldn't just... We don't have a ton of room in there, but I mean... Oh, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't want to impose. Um, What is the plan? When should I meet you? Perhaps we can meet uh, downtown for coffee or something like that? Sure, in the morning. Sure. Um, How about we meet at the... Uh, um, At the, you know, the coffee shop. Which one, Uncle? <laughs> oh, I, I actually heard Groomsha's Brew opened up. A, a really wonderful uh, little coffee shop. So maybe one of those. Oh, maybe a different one. Uh, Skybox? Yeah, we'll do that one. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you at the, at the Skybox downtown. All right. 
Uh, see you there. All right. Um, sleep well, nephew and friends. Right. You too, uncle. Yeah, you as well. Okay, and he walks away. Well, that was weird and uncomfortable. Sounds about right for your family. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm not weird or uncomfortable. I'm very comfortable in my own bones. Yeah. Yes, you are. Well, not to uh, make an Irish exit, but I do want to get this down to Hot Apothecary over in Brookhaven. It's a, it's a little late. I think if I, if I head out now, I can probably get it, maybe drop it off. If not, get it appraised in the morning, be back. Maybe I can make it in time to meet you guys for coffee. Okay. If not, I'll, I'll hang around here until uh, we meet up tomorrow. I don't think I have anything on my calendar. Sounds good. Now, you two lovebirds say goodbye now. <laughs> Shut up, Taz. <laughs> Even though Monique is red, you see her blush a little bit. And she goes, uh, well, Tyronicus, I'll, uh, I'll see you in the morning, yeah? Uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, she goes to give you, like, a hug. Like, it's that thing where, like, she's not sure if she should kiss you. And she goes in for, like, an awkward hug and then just ends up planting, like, a kiss on your cheek. But, like, a little, like... Awkwardly just like little, like too close. Yeah, 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 like like the corners of your lips are touching. Right. Um. Well, that was weird and uncomfortable. And like kiss her on like on the forehead. Just like I'll see you later. Oh, and she goes, hold up, you, you guys should take your horses. And uh, she goes to start unhitching Rainbow and Ice Cream. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And so there's an awkward five minutes or so as you guys unhitch the horses and then hitch them up to the hitching post in like relative silence because you've already said goodbye. And then she gets back up on the carriage and goes, all right, goodbye for real. I'll see you guys tomorrow. You know, Tyronicus, there was a time where I was a socially awkward one of the party. And now, look at me. I'd say that's a good character arc right there. What are you talking about? I'm smooth as butter. Have you not seen me in that court case? Right. I also saw you just two seconds ago, but anyway. Let's <laughs> you go saw upstairs. Nothing. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Upstairs. You head through the two glass doors that lead into the building, and you feel the warmth generated by the boilers in the basement. The change is so stark that the heat is stifling you as you feel it wrap around your face. The two of you walk up the six flights of stairs to apartment 61. Thomas, you put your key in the door and it gets jammed. You fiddle with the lock and you hear a stirring inside. As you struggle with your key, the knob turns and the door swings open. Cheerio's expressionless doppelganger face stares at you, but his voice greets you with a cheerful, You're back! Hey, Nacho! They're here! Hi! Hi, Cheerio. Uh, where's Nacho? He's coming. Okay. Come on in, guys. Uh, how's it going? Have you been? Pretty good. And uh, as he's saying this, you enter the apartment to quite the sight. This place is littered with canvases covered in paint. <laughs> there are small pots of paints and brushes scattered around your kitchenette. A stack of mail and some open books lie in your work corner, and your Murphy bed is down and open. Sitting on the bed, in a dirty white tank top and red heart boxer shorts, you see a centaur. Not just any centaur. Samir, your hard-ass landlord. 
His hands and hooves are bound with rope, and there is a gag in his mouth. <laughs> what? Uh, Samir, Cheerio, what? What? What is the meaning of this? What? What happened here? Nacho comes out from behind one of the canvases. He's like holding one of those paint, like um, not easels, like the little paint boards where you where you put your paints on. And he has a brush, and he kind of like dips it down in some paint, and he turns around and he goes, "Hey guys, oh oh you." You, you mean, uh, Samir? Yes. Yeah, uh, well, uh, he came by on Monday, uh, to collect rent, but I didn't have any money. Oh my god. I, I offered to pay him in paintings, but he just insulted me. It really hurt my feelings. But you don't tie and gag him and hold him prisoner. I'm gonna walk over and, and take the, the gag off of his mouth. You go and you take the gag off his mouth and Samir like struggles up to get upright up off the bed and he looks at you like dead in the face and he goes, oh, you are so out of here, buddy. I'm going to put the gag back in his mouth. <laughs> what do we do? That is a good question. Um, can't you just give him the rent and we should be good, right? Let me ask him. I'm going to ungag him again. No, of course it's not good. What? You think you could just tie me up and gag me and then pay me my rent and I'm just going to go on my way? Well, it wasn't me that tied you and gagged you. That would be Nacho and Cheerio. So I don't also, see how Also, hold up. I I didn't approve any any guests here. These are long-term guests, buddy. Thomas, why don't you drop like your uh, lease agreement for me real quick? Ah. Yes. Let me gag him again. <laughs> Do you mean like a real lease agreement or? Do you not have a lease agreement with this guy? Did you just like rent from him without? I don't like asking. I don't have any knowledge about this. Maybe a while ago I got one. I don't know where I might have put it. <laughs> Cause I mean, like, it's, can he kick you out for this? I mean, like, it's not your fault that they tied him up. I, mean, I could give you a fake one that says you can't kick me out for stuff that's not my fault. I mean, if you can draw up a new one, we could probably even lower your rent and we just have him sign it. Oh, you're right. Cheerio kind of walks in into your little huddle and he goes. Yeah, look, I just didn't know what to do. I don't think it's fair to kick someone out of their own home. I, right, Cheerio, I agree. <laughs> all, right, all right, hold on, hold on. We're, we're talking here. Give me a second. Um, I'm going to cast subtly away from the sight of Samir uh, minor illusions to try to draw up a fake lease agreement. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you want the lease agreement to say? Um, I want it to say... By no circumstances can you kick a tenant out uh, for stuff that happens within their apartment that they're not there for. And I wanted to say rent costs two gold a month for long-term guests. And I wanted to say there's going to be a free ice cream social every Sunday uh, in the lobby. And I wanted to say you have to leave me alone when I put the sign on my door that says do not disturb. And Tyronicus, what else should I ask for? Um, so we lowered rent. Um, we said that he can't kick you out. Um, we should probably put like a term on how long that you can stay here. Uh, forever. All right, so indefinitely, we need to add that a clause right uh, there too. The indefinite clause, of course. That you can have extra tenants as many as you want. Okay, as many tenants as I want. Hold and on. So your contract, do- so your contract says both that you can have as many tenants as you want, but that rent is two gold per month per additional long-term guest. No, just me. Oh, so two gold per month. He wants, just he wants for the- two gold in general. <laughs> 
<laughs> so his rent is just two gold. Okay. And... Oh, that you're allowed to do any kind of renovations you want. I could do anything I want to my apartment. Oh no, I discovered D&D's biggest loophole laws. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to pay for any damages done to the apartment if I choose to leave. All right, we just got to remember to actually copy all of this down onto an actual piece of paper because Minor Illusion only works for so long. Oh shit. Uh, I, yeah, we'll write this down. Uh, Cheerio, you're taking this down, right? Uh, he just looks at you. He has a paintbrush, and he's like, I can paint it, I guess. Yeah, paint it, paint it. Geronicus, why didn't I think of this earlier? I've had minor illusions since episode one. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm going to promote you one day. Don't worry. I think I've got everything I want at this point. This is pretty nice. Are there any apartments nearby? Maybe I should get one, too. (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, to add at the bottom, uh, the, the landlord has to be nice to all of his guests. The landlord has to be nice. He writes it in caps. Is there anything extra that you want? Now, like, take the gag out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I want you to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'll put it back in there. Nah, he's all right. <laughs> um, wait, right at the bottom, he has to legally change his name to, to Poo Poo Head. Oh my god. What if we change his name from Samir to come here? <laughs> change it to butt here. And the ten- the uh, landlord shall be legally known as butt here from the tenants. <laughs> the end. Okay, this is going to be... He's going to get so much advantage on this investigation <laughs> check. <laughs> okay, wait, delete the butt here part. <laughs> I'm going to go over to Samir, and before I take the gag out of his mouth, I'm going to snap my fingers and cast Suggestion. On? On Samir. Okay, how does... uh, What are you doing? Explain. Uh, I'm going to make him... Explain! I'm going to make him sign his signature. Oh my god, this is the most evil lawyering I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I am not a lawyer. (laughs) Okay, uh, so Suggestion, I believe there's a saving throw, right? Yes, he's got to beat a 17 in Wisdom. Okay. I hope Bahamut doesn't give me heartburn from this. 13. Welp. He did not beat a 17. On a failed save, it pursues the course of action you describe to the best of its ability. What do you uh, describe to the best of its ability? Sign your name on a dotted line. <laughs> Hand him a pen and have him sign it. <laughs> you see Cheerio dips his paintbrush in the pot and like very quickly like makes a multiple dots. Like... <laughs> you cast this on Samir as you're taking the gag off his mouth and releasing his binds, and he goes, "Yeah." And he comes over and he he takes the paintbrush out of Cheerio's hand and he signs on the line. And that, my friend Thomas, is the world's first uh, lease agreement. Uh, let's go ahead and untie him. He's been here long enough. Here you go. And uh, here's my two gold for this month's rent. He walks up and he takes your two gold and he goes, Yeah. Thanks, boss. You have a good day now. Now get out of our apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you for the ice cream social. See you for the ice cream social. And I slam the door and break concentration. (laughs) As soon as uh, you slam the door and the concentration breaks, outside you hear it. I'm going to put the do not disturb sign on the front of my door. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You open the door and Samir goes, Hey, and then you, uh, you put the do not disturb sign and close it. And he goes, 
Fuck again. <laughs> Tyronicus, I'm promoting you. Congratulations. Hashtag lawyered. And you know what? I'm going to give you this one silver, Tyronicus. Consider it your first paycheck. Nacho looks at both of you and he goes, Wow, that, uh, that got resolved a lot easier than I expected. Me too. You, this lawyer stuff is pretty powerful. But listen, Nacho Cheerio, that can never happen again. What you did here today was not good. I just didn't want you to lose your home. Okay, well, I almost did because of you two. Luckily, Tyronicus and I here are quick thinkers, so... Well, he was he was gonna kick you... He was gonna kick you out and throw your stuff out again. And he was gonna kick me out as soon as you kidnapped him, so... Uh, I liked my chances better the first way than what occurred, so... Um, mm, that's not how you, you handle things. You don't have any proof that it would have gone your way if we had let him kick you out. Are you... Are you talking back to me, Cheerio, after we gave you food and board and painting supplies? No. No. Cheerio, I don't like your behavior. I... So, sorry, Dad. I mean, Thomas. Just don't let it happen again. Okay. And you, Nacho, you didn't do anything to stop him. I posed for a lot of really cool paintings, and I tried to convince him to buy Cheerio's paintings, but he didn't want to, so, like... I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of cheery on this one. What floor does Thomas live on? The sixth floor. Sixth floor? Is it the top floor? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Why? Because <laughs> maybe in the future I might want to build a loft where it's standing <laughs> up, baby. <laughs> wow, guys. Way to, way to solve my landlord puzzle. <laughs> Make a newly secret. I don't Squatters like that one. Rights. <laughs> rights. No. Yeah. Squatters' rights. Squatters' rights. just solves everything with magic. Okay. And then Nacho comes up to you, Thomas. He goes, oh, uh, by the way, they mailed us back. I've been waiting for you to open it. I was too nervous to do it myself. Oh, you didn't open it yet. No. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, here we go. Just got to rip it open and get it over with. Okay, I'm opening it. Here we go. Okay. It's open. You rip open the envelope that is addressed to Thomas Phelps and Nacho. And as you open it, you find a piece of parchment. You unfold it and written on it in some nice solid black ink, you see, Dear Mr. Thomas Guy and Nacho, Thank you for sharing your talent with us. It was a delight to see you do the real acting on our souls. We wish to see such raw talent in all the art for always. That's what it about. Be real, not fake. Unfortunately, we cannot offer you the rolls this time. Oof. Which is because we have to do the callbacks to see if we are going to give part to you or to the other fancy actor guy. <laughs> Please come to the Autograph Theater Sunday, 7th of winter at 8 p.m. Hope that time is convenient for you. See you soon, little guys. Tommy Wereat, director, the case of the pocket full of dead fish. Nacho, I think we got a callback. What? Ta no. Nacho, we Come got a callback. Are you sure you guys want to audition for something that Jessica wrote? I mean, like what if she shows up? As this thought is dawning on you, Nacho runs up and gives you like a big hug, Thomas. And he goes, congratulations. I can't believe we made it. I was so nervous. You know, I I am quite surprised myself, but they mentioned an other actor guy. Is it that 
Ryan Crabapple. Ryan Crabapple. Tyronicus, all that stuff you just said, details, details. The, the life of an artist, we, we are not bound by by details such as that. We 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 strive to to, to hone our art and, and the only way we know how. And I'm going to this damn callback, whether you say yes or no. So um get ready for Sunday, Nacho. I mean, it's it's Sunday today. Uh, Samir, where's the ice cream? <laughs> uh, uh, as you say that, you hear a bell, a distant bell that says, Everybody come get your ice cream! Fantastic. We'll be getting some ice cream on the way to our callback. Um, he didn't say we had to prepare anything, or...? It just has to come to the Autograph Theater Sunday at 8 p.m. Oh boy, my dream's gonna come true. <sighs> Tronica's just gonna go too, Jessica's. Okay. <laughs> Cheerio goes, should I go? You know what? Family trip. Let's go. <gasps> Yay, field trip. All right. Off to the callback. We're halfway there. And here is your coffee, sir. I take it you don't like the half and half. This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Yes. Oh, Nikki B. Oh, Nikki B. He who sees beyond the seas, look inside and find those beans to mash and grind for drinking ease. When the clock strikes half, prepare your staff for something sponsored this way comes. So he knocked it straight into the display. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Jerry, what? How? Straight into the gas display? In, that is it just was, so much. It, I just, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, are you kidding me? Of course, this only happened. Oh, 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 is that oh, you oh, and wait, me? Wait, 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 wait. Is that mine or is I, that yours? Hold on. Let me yeah. check my purse. Okay. Um. Hey, oh, hey. is that you? It's not me. Okay. Then, yeah, it's me. Okay. Let me go. Okay. One second. And Bob opens up the mirror. Hi, hi, Haggy. How you doing? Oh, hey there, Hagatha. And uh, Jessica's gonna like pop her head into the mirror with Barb. You see like probably a quarter of your head because it's such a small mirror. <laughs> You're like poking out in the crevice between Barb's like jaw and shoulder. Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here with <laughs> Jess. How you doing? Uh, this is a surprise call. Everything okay? I'm so sorry to interrupt you during the animation, but I just had a little question for you. <laughs> Oh, my. oh, having fun over there without us, Haggy? What's going on? Oh, no, Barb, I just had the quickest question for uh-huh. you. Sure, sure. I know you, you made me that coffee that one time. Could you remind me what, uh, where the coffee was from? I've, I know we normally do tea, but I've been feeling a coffee kick, and, sure. and I just can't quite get the mixture right. Oh, uh, uh, Haggy, oh, I, I think she's... I think she's talking about Geek Grind. That's so... Yeah, Haggy, are you talking about Geek Grind? Yes, yes, Barb. I remember you telling that's, me. That's the place with all the female-owned farms, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, I gotta ask. Haggy, what is that noise? What is 
going on? Well, I've been trying to get the mixture right. I've been grinding geeks in the meat grinder all week here. Oh. But they just... The flavor profile just isn't right. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Haggy, Haggy, my, uh, my darling, there's plenty yes, of... Yes, dear. So there are actually, there, there's pods. We have pods now. They're, they're, they're in the top cupboard. Oh. I know you're kind of short, but they're oh. all the way at the top. Sorry, I, I... They grind the geeks for you, so I don't have to get them alive. Oh my, Peggy, Peggy, okay, whatever you're doing over there, you gotta stop. It's, it's, it's not... I'm just, I'm just... And, and she tilts the mirror and you see a giant meat grinder <gasps> that she's just throwing, like, <laughs> pubescent boys into. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's like a, a Bobby's gonna look at Jess. It's, gonna, it's like a damn Sweeney Todd. It's, oh my God. What? Haggy, no. It's. Well, you know, there's nothing that goes better with a nice cup of geek grind coffee than a nice meat pie. That's what I see. Sure, if you're making meat pies, but this is, I mean, go ahead and you, uh, don't, don't, don't let the meat go to waste. But. She, she is holding a boy by the britches, like dangling above the meat grinder. He's going, <laughs> and she goes, so you're telling me. They don't use literal geeks in the coffee? Yeah, no, they, they use they use beans. Uh, they use coffee beans. Um, oh! Yeah. Locally locally harvested coffee beans. Yeah, that's... uh From their Colombian woman-owned firms. Gosh dang it. Well, that's just a relief for you, isn't it, little? And then the kid is squirming and accidentally falls out of her hands. <laughs> Okay. Okay, well, maybe not a relief for you, but... Well, hey, on the bright side, you got plenty of, uh, plenty of meat for the meat pies, you know? So... Oh, Barb, so... So you've been paying all this money to get us coffee? Well, you know, they, they also do make some teas, too, and they got a really nice selection of mugs as well. Oh, Jess, don't you have a mug or two, right? Oh, I certainly do, yeah. Teas are so pricey, though. No, oh... Aggie, come on now. You know I'd like to ball on a budget. I am a, a, a I guess not Maximista in this world. Uh, I use a code. I use code Drimbus to get 20% off. Oh, a secret code? Like I go up to the vendor and I whisper Drimbus into his ear? More or less? Well, if you, if you happen to be online browsing the interwebs, you can always just type, uh, type code Drimbus into the Geek Grind uh, discount code spot on their website as you're ordering. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know spiders sold coffee. Yeah, it's, it's a very new thing, Haggy. I'll walk you through it when I get back home, okay? I, 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 I'm so sorry. I didn't expect you to want coffee while, you know. Oh, it's, it's okay. What, how much did you say that discount? Was? Uh, 20% off. Wow, 20% mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. at geekgrindcoffee.com slash Drimbus when I use code Drimbus at checkout. That's correct. Yeah, that was really good. You should you should do an ad for them or something. That, that was good. Oh, I, uh, maybe. <laughs> what an absolute delight. Now, if you'll excuse me, dearies, I'm going to turn the rest of these boys into hags now. You have fun, darling, okay? Save some for the rest of us now, you hero. Okay? Oh, that was cute. <laughs> that was clever, Jazz. That was cute. That was cute. All right. TTYL. Go, 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 please go. Oh, yeah. It's always so nice to get a call from her, isn't it? it? No, you know, you gotta love her. She really did uh, She really did grow on me, I gotta say. Mind you, she made me. But anyway, what were we talking about? Now, you were saying you were, you, somebody got pushed into oh the display. Oh my gosh, yes. Was this... Let me tell you something. Jerry, really, I, I, it was, it's just so, I don't even know what happened to him. I, I don't know if you did. 
worry not, my sweet, for our brew is nearly complete. Now listen close, my special friend. This halftime is near its end. To craft a drink worthy of an ode, don't forget this discount code. Keyword Trimbus at checkout will get you a fine 20% discount. want to end up in this cauldron then go to patreon.com slash drimbus and join the ranks of these generous fools Jerry Bonatados, Queso Loco, Victoria Madrid, Greta Benier, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Emrys Craig, Regina Russell, Morgan Holly, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, Yanni Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Connie R on DVD, NB Star, Stevie B Keys, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walton, Denny Dewdrop, Dip Mythmouse, Will Woodwall, Callie Wolf, Brandon and Bishop, Bridge, Punky Goat, Twiglets, Joanna, Wes Berger, Stan Sitzman, Kia Green, Aaron Adams, and Nathan Mesnard. Now be gone! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Off to the callback. Okay. You guys exit your apartment. You'll lock the door behind you. You go down the sixth flight of stairs. And as you get to the first floor, you see in the lobby, there's a lot of heat from the heater. So you see Samir, he's like churning ice cream by hand, but he can't quite get it cold enough because the heater's running. It kind of solidifies into like a frosty like slush. And he's like, hey, everyone, come get your ice cream. Uh, and he's turning with as much speed as he can. I kind of feel bad for him. I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp on the heater, but then I'm going to change it using a sorcery point to be cold. Ooh, and I'm just okay. To cool it down. You put your hand on the heater, and it is like so hot that it's about to burn you, but because of the magic emanating from your hand, you see it kind of freeze over. You get the feeling it's going to take a second to take effect, but that the temperature of the room will probably stabilize to be a little colder. And just like, thank you, Samir. Yeah, man, I guess any time? I, I don't know, my head's feeling really funny. What flavors do you have, Samir? Uh, goat. No coffee? N- not not right now. I expect a coffee-flavored ice cream to be here next week, Samir. I am a paying customer. Okay. I'm going to tip Samir the silver that Thomas gave me earlier. He's like, you're doing a great job. You see, like, the slightest of smirks come up on one side of his mouth. I'm going to give him, like, the little go-get-him slugger, like, punch to his chest. <laughs> and just, <laughs> I'm going to leave. Yeah. He takes it with pride, and he keeps churning the ice cream. All right. Off. To the callback. All right. As you make it to downtown Opula in the evening, you feel the crunch of snow beneath your feet as a cool breeze comes blowing off the ocean, chilling your bones. Nacho looks to you, Thomas. I'm kind of nervous. What if I'm not good enough? Uh, Nacho, you were good enough to get a callback. What do you mean? They want to see more of you. You've, 
you've already proven that you're worth watching and, and, and you're a great performer and the the hard part is done now we just we have fun and we beat crab apple at all costs and we have fun and <laughs> and and we do our thing yeah uh, crab apple was pretty good that, no he was not were you even watching him <clears throat> uh i i just heard heard <laughs> b-list actor at best let me tell you ah. I don't buy anything he does on the stage. All right. Well, um, break a leg, I guess. Thanks. You too. Are we? We're. Are we going for different roles? The same role? He's going for Jessica's role. He's going for Julia Fletcher. What were the other roles in the play? Okay, so there is James Adel, there is Julia Fletcher, and there's Berg Adel. Berg is the dad. James is the son. So Thomas, you went for the son, right? And Crabapple went for the son too. Well, Nacho, I don't think you have that much competition, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, it's looking pretty good. Well, here's hoping. All right. I think we're here. And you look up and you see the entranceway to the Autograph Theater. In we go. The inside of the Autograph Theater is comfortable, warm, and carpeted. You see the same tiefling behind the desk, looking quite tired, with a cup of coffee by their side. Oh... Hi there. Are you here for the callbacks? Names? Thomas Phelps. Oh, right. Uh, and... Uh, so, sorry. Uh, Nacho? Okay, I got Thomas Phelps. I got Nacho. And the two of you? Hmm? Oh, um... Tyronicus. Mm. They're not auditioning. They did not receive a callback, unfortunately. They're just here for moral support. <laughs> I, like, put my head on there, and I cast Minor Illusion. I'm like, um, it's right at the bottom. Okay. What are you doing, Tyronicus? <laughs> I'm just having a little bit of fun. Tyronicus, <laughs> you did not earn that callback. You take your name off immediately. I, I think I earned it pretty well. The tiefling, who is very tired, gets an 11 on the investigation. What is the DC? Oh, that's 17. They look down, and they're very tired. They kind of take a sip from their cup of coffee, and as you wave your hand over it, your name appears on the paper, and they go, Oh, uh, sorry, I I think I missed it uh, the first time around. Yeah, uh, Tyronicus. She goes, Okay, I believe we have... Nacho Union ID number 217046, Thomas Phelp ID number 467405. Are those correct? Yes. Okay, and uh, Tyronicus number 596203, correct? Yes. Okay, um, Nacho and Thomas, um, we, we had some issues running your numbers last time, so... I figured we must have taken it down wrong, but whatever. We we can sort that out later. <laughs> okay. What about Tyronicus's number? She hasn't had a chance to run it yet. I'm sure it was fine. I don't have any notes here for Tyronicus's number, so I guess it was fine. Hmm. Tyronicus, you're a fool. You're going to walk in there, and they're going to notice they didn't see you the first time. What are you doing? I'm just having a little bit of fun. I mean, right. when, when, when is know, the fun stop? Been... Well, I guess we'll find out. Anyways, uh... You see, they eye you, like, very suspiciously, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Just, uh, just head down the hall and follow the signs for the waiting room. They should be ready to see you relatively soon. Okie dokie, thank you. Thank you so much. Anytime. And then you see Cheerio stays behind, just, like, standing there. Bye, Cheerio. Bye! Good luck! It is break a leg, Cheerio. Break your legs! That, thanks. So, 
What's your name? <laughs> Cheerio saddles up to the window. Uh, <laughs> hey. Okay, you follow the signs down to the same holding room you were in before. Behind the crappy folding table, you see the same chain devil from last time, also sipping on a cup of coffee. You see he appears to have a metal straw jutting out of one of his metal chains, which he floats over to the cup and dips in, drinking out of the straw. He looks up at you and says, Here for callbacks. Yes, sir. Yes. Sign in and have a seat. We're getting started in a moment. Tyronicus, what part are you even going to read for? Whatever part I want. What? Okay, a little cocky, are we? <laughs> Nacho comes up to you and he goes, uh, What was my my union number again? Uh, I don't remember. Just put anything down. Okay. He puts zero 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 one. Okay, don't put that one. That that one's taken. He puts zero 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 two. <laughs> okay. And then he hands you the pen. I'm gonna put down uh, five seven one nine three. Okay. This is gonna be a problem later, isn't it? <laughs> I'm leaving blank. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk back outside and ask the lady what our numbers are. Okay. What are our numbers again, ma'am? Um, you should have it on your union ID card. I must have left it at home. Oh, both of you? Yeah, he, Nacho, he's a... He relies on me on everything, and I failed him this time when I left both of our cards at home. Weird. Okay. Uh, I have Nacho as 217046. 217046. And I have you, Mr. Phelps, as 467405. Okay, I'm going to write those down, and I'm going to go back and copy it down on the paper. Okay, you copy and paste. Tyronicus, you said you left it blank, right? Yeah, just gonna write my name. Okay. You guys finish signing in, and then around the room, you see a number of plastic chairs lining the mirrored walls. There's an old orc in one corner, dressed in a very nice gray pinstripe suit, a pocket watch chain peeking out from a pocket, as well as an older-looking bugbear with small spectacles perched on his broad nose, rolled up white sleeves, a dark blue vest, and the nice red ascot. The orc is hunched over, eyes closed, muttering things to himself, while the bugbear paces about, quietly doing some lip trills. Just gonna sit and wait. <laughs> you sit down and uh, Nacho goes, uh, do you guys think we have to prepare anything, or what are they doing? Is that like a like a spell? They're just warming themselves up. And are we supposed to be warm? Do you have fire magic? I'm gonna look around for any sides. Yeah, roll an investigation check. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, you look around. You don't see any sides at the moment. Tyronicus, do you have a plan to go along with whatever the heck it is you're doing? I uh, I don't. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants to be honest with you. I just thought it'd be fun, you know, go down, explore new things. Uh-huh. When do you have the time to do this? I don't. This is why I'm doing it now. The bugbear, like, turns to you from his lip trills as he's pacing around the room, and he goes, I'm sorry, could you please just tone it down just, just a little bit? It's hard to maintain focus. Oh, sure right, thing. Right. Sorry, yeah. Thank you. A little pretentious, don't you think, there, Tyronicus? Yeah, right? I mean, just, like, is it just an opulent thing, or...? I, well... Yes, I can't deny it. Yes, it is an optional thing. <laughs> and uh, you guys sit and wait. After a while, 
You see a goblin in all black, carrying a notebook, run in and whisper something in the chain devil's ear. The chain devil looks up and he says, Ryan Crabapple, is there a Ryan Crabapple here? And he looks around the room. There's no Ryan Crabapple. What? Tyronicus, that's not like him. Is anyone else here reading for James Addle? Me, I am. That would be myself, Thomas Phelps. All right, why don't you come on up? Uh, hmm. Uh, no one, you haven't seen Ryan today? He usually would never miss an audition or a callback like this. I don't know the guy. I just work here. Do you know where he lives? Uh, an apartment. Right, that narrows it down. Uh, you didn't write down his contact information or anything to call him, maybe? I don't know why I'm so concerned about this guy. I don't really like him, but it's just weird. Anyways, do you want to read or not? I do, yes. I was hoping to beat Brian Crab out, but it's fine. I, I will more than... I'm very happy to read. Yes, here we go. All right, just uh, follow them, please. And the goblin is, like, very shy and just looks at you and kind of, like, motions with their hand. What's your name? They just motion with their hand. <laughs> okay. Here we go. As you begin to walk out of the room, you suddenly see a man with coiffed blonde hair in a floofy purple shirt and tight black spandex waltz into the room with a coffee in his hand. Sorry I'm late. Traffic was just a dreadful. Oh, no. Ryan Crabapple... Yes, tis I. Perfect. Please head into the room. They're ready to see you. You're late, Crabapple. And who are you? The man that's going to take your part. <laughs> oh, very well. And he turns on his heel, following the goblin out of the room. As he does so... You see a blonde woman in a heavy winter coat with bright blue scrubs run into the room out of breath. Oh, babe, you forgot your lucky necklace. Thank you, my darling. And he plants an uncomfortably deep, wet, long kiss on her. In her? I don't know. It's Ew. gross. Both. As he walks away, he clips a pendant with a metal treble clef around his neck. The woman walks over to a seat with her own cup in her hand and takes off her jacket, revealing a nurse's uniform beneath it. She takes a seat and sips from her own cup. And I will cease talking now. <laughs> This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps and T.J. Berry as Tyronicus. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, 
free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside. Come on, Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town. Doing their chores. Why aren't these chicken coops clean? Please, Father. I'll be good. I'll be- ah! Oh, God! Obeying their parents. You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr. Diamond, all right? Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy. Exploring their feelings. Let's go over to the apple tree. Gosh, (laughs) okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans. Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker house. Howling house? Why? (laughs) Now, a Boy Scout, a tag-along, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling House? You're going to die tonight. What is that thing? Is this, this the witch's library? I'm gonna kill you! Not tonight! Roger, make him stop! No! You watch! Run away, little ones. Oh, yeah. I'm so hungry. Listen to the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program's award-winning season, Night at Howling House. The complete story, available everywhere you listen to podcasts, and at CthulhuMystery.com. All the, all the outs and free, all the outs and free. <laughs>